Welcome to Our Certain Point of View, where your hosts, Jim and Tim, will bring you new weekly discussions about the Star Wars universe. Our Certain Point of View is a fan-based podcast and has no connections with Disney, Lucasfilm, or any of their subsidiaries. You sure you want me to hit record? I do want you to hit record. Whenever you're ready. I will hit record now. All right. (laughs) Hello and welcome to Our Certain Point of View. I am Jim. And I'm Tim. What are we here to do today, Tim? We are going to recap Season 1 of The Mandalorian. Season 1 of The Mandalorian was outstanding. Wonderful. Recap done. Thank you for listening. Goodbye. Do we have any uh, news? We have lots of news. So, Wait, let me alt-tab my computer so we can see the news. Yeah, lots of news. All right, let's hear the news. Uh, Tickets for The Rise of Skywalker are still available. If you have not yet, we recommend viewing this in the theaters. Yeah. Um, It was wonderful. It's great. I think we're going to go for a viewing again soon. Neither of us have seen it in 3D. I want to see it in 3D. So we're going to do a 3D viewing soon. Yay. (laughs) That's the plan. Um, So my buddies who are going to go see it, uh, I tell you, the critics pan this movie... Um, I listened to a podcast that it was like uh, four different fans talking of the four. One of them didn't seem to like it. The other three seemed to like it. The general consensus that I'm getting from buddies, anecdotal evidence suggests people love it. I think so too. Um, So I think the critics might have jumped the gun or might have kind of misread people's reaction. We've already said, been on record many times, we both really, really liked it. So we'll see it again. If you haven't seen it, I recommend it. And when it comes to... uh when it comes to the online areas, all the social media, yeah. um, there is a lot more negative out there right now than positive that I'm seeing. Since and I really think that the positive, we're just enjoying it, and we're, not, we're, we're full-on Baby Yoda sipping from his drink. Yahoo! Like, just enjoying the movie. People are, are being negative, but we're not interested in engaging and I think that's happening a lot. Yeah. Where people well, don't want to engage in it, and they just don't. And so you hear, and I, and I think that's true of a lot of things, political things. Like, there's a lot of the negative pieces are stated more so than the people in favor of things. Before the dark times. Yes. <laughs> Remember how uh, divided the community was after Phantom Menace came out? I think people have learned from that. Maybe. I hope. I don't know. Anyway, Maybe. people are getting upset. All right, any other news? We go, awesome. as always, we have a shout-out. Shasta Mandalorian. Shasta Mandalorian, Gordon Mangold. Um, he makes everything we do possible. He is, as Bette Midler once said, the wind beneath my wings. And who else? Arden. Arden, our yeah. musical talents for uh, creating the intro for us. As a matter of fact, I believe he's creating something else for us. Did you want to talk soon. about that right now, Tim? Yeah, we'll get down there right at the bottom of this. All right, so other news. Big, 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 big news. Big news. Yeah, I didn't want to wait on this one. All right. Go for it. Star Wars Clone Wars Season 7. We have a tentative release date. Well, we have is a release date. We have a solid. This is Disney's release date. We have date. a concrete release date of February. There's two R's in February. Yep. Uh, 17th. February 17th. So um, what we know or what we believe is 12 episodes are expected. Supposed to be kind of like the original series lasting around 22 minutes per episode. Um, we don't know if they're going to dump them like uh, Stranger Things does on uh, Netflix like all at once. Or if they're going to do like The Mandalorian and do it week by week. We're kind of hoping for the week by week. And I'm kind of guessing they're going to do the week by week. Um, I'm, I'm going to go on record saying I think that's what they're going to do. I think The Mandalorian was great. I think that it pulled the streaming in. It gave people, like, people were weekly clicking on Disney+. Plus. Heck yeah. Well, um, and honestly, I, 
I kind of miss that anticipation of the week-to-week show. Yes. Um, you know, when you're having a rough week and all of a sudden you're like, yeah, but in two days the new episode comes out. Little stuff like that's important. Well, not I like just it. that. The anticipation of not knowing exactly what's going to happen next. And making like, you think about it. Imagine The Mandalorian, what yeah. we've just been through. This Mandalorian series, if we didn't have to wait, it'd be like, oh no, Baby Yoda was scooped up. Oh, well, there he is. Right? Like, yeah. there'd be no... Yeah, I like the... Yeah, and plus, <laughs> honestly, we would have burned through this. So, when did this come out? November 19th? Was that the release date? 12th? November 12th, we would have one of those. We would have been done by November, you know, five days later, at probably at the longest. Right. And then we'd be waiting until fall of 2020 from then. So I also like that they kind of made us wait to make that in between a little bit shorter. Um, so anyway, Clone Wars, February 17th. And guess where you can hear recaps of Clone War episodes. Ooh, I bet you can hear it right here on oh, our certain point of our view. Our certain point of view plans on recapping that. That will um, start on uh, the 19th is when we plan on releasing that one. We're gonna we're not stopping until the 19th. We still have other episodes coming. But In fact, maybe we should talk about what we're going to be doing between now and then. Why not? Uh, the next six weeks. Uh, we have six weeks until Season 7 comes out. There have been six seasons of The Clone Wars. My goodness. So I'm thinking one a week we discuss seasons. So each week we're going to talk about the lore, the stories, favorite characters, favorite moments from uh, each season of the Clone Wars. Um, probably talk a lot of meta in this too because uh, Dave Filoni is Star Wars. <laughs> he and John Favreau. And uh, <clears throat> so anyway, yeah, that's where we're going to go with the next uh, six podcasts after this one. And. Uh, it's going to give us a chance to kind of talk about the larger uh, Star Wars galaxy again. We've been real focused on the Mandalorian, but the Clone Wars really opens up the history and lore of the entire Star Wars universe. Um, so, speaking of changing it and opening some stuff up, um, we've got another big change. Uh, we are adding to our our podcast network. Network. Hey, I like that. A network. Um, and for a little while, at least, I'll be running solo on a, on a different podcast here. Um, during The Mandalorian, we found that our end-of-the-show comic book talk, um, well, it didn't exist during The Mandalorian. We talked a lot about Mandalorian, and we just didn't have the time to, it's true. to get into the comic but books. But Tim, I'm, even, not, I'm not as well-versed on the comics as you. You'll have to read them. I will. All right. Maybe I could listen to the podcast. You should. Um, so it's, it's coming soon. I am going to start, and I want to start doing some more uh, in-depth work with the comic books, and I didn't get to do that. We were, we were kind of always rushing through them in those first few episodes. Uh, so there will be a podcast coming out, hopefully by the end of this week. Um, it will be called Force Lore Comics, and I'll be discussing weekly each of the comic books uh, starting this week. We'll go through Star Wars number one, because that just reset. And The Rise of Kylo Ren, numbers one and two will be discussed. So I'll have three books I'm talking about um, and what's going on in that broader Star Wars universe. I'm super excited. Jim will get himself caught back up, and I'm sure he'll be there to, to talk with me every now and yeah. then. Um, I got a question. That's coming. What if they have questions about Force Lore Comics? Where would they send their questions? We've got a couple of places you can send questions. One is forcelorecomics at gmail.com. The other... Our certain view. Our certain view. Um, you can go to the at gmail.com. Gmail.com. You can go through Facebook at Far Far Where Galaxy Is. 
um, or on our Twitter. I'm going to keep the, the Facebook and Twitter are still going to be the same for all of our stuff at Star Wars. Um, so our Twitter is at our certain view as well. You can put uh, questions or comments on the Force Lore. Let me know that you know you're not as interested in me talking to you without someone else nearby or whatever else is happening. Like, if something's not working, um, that'll be a new experience for me talking about stuff by myself. So, so that's exciting. Going to yeah. be fascinating. Can't wait to hear what Tim has to say. Actually, I really can't because uh, I want to know about the comics, but I haven't had a chance to get caught up. Um, as always, our last bit of news is us thanking you for your listenership. Please leave us a five-star review on iTunes, if you would. Just take a moment out of your day. It helps us out tremendously. It is how we grow the show. If you have a moment to write a comment, that's fine. If not, as a matter of fact, it would be great if you did. But if not, just uh, pressing those five stars uh, makes a world of difference to our listenership. Um, and that's our normal plug. All right. So you want to do some countdowns? Let's I'm do some looking, countdowns. We have another uh, sponsor, but I'm, I can't find it. Okay. And I don't know how you, Tim feels about the sponsors. <laughs> but uh, why don't you run us through our, uh, our let's, countdown let's while that. I try to find the sponsor. Yeah, all right. Um, so countdowns. We've got this updated Clone Wars date. We were talking before. It would have said 54 days. It now says 42 days. 42 days until February 17th. So big deal there. May the 4th Star Wars Day is 119 days away. And in Anaheim, California, Star Wars celebration this year, August 27th will be 234 days away. So we're really excited about all that stuff. Um, it's coming. It's coming. And now, today, we are recapping Season 1. I'm still here. I'm glad. <laughs> that, was a, that was a practice run of what it'll be like when Jim's not around for Force Lore Comics for those first few episodes. I'm, uh, I'm reviewing our, our submission. Um... So are you ready for our new commercial? I suppose. You suppose, huh? I'm not, but uh, all right, without further ado, I mean, we've got to keep the lights on here, folks. So you accept commercials wherever you get them. And here's our latest. Are you tired of just not making that much money at work? Do you feel like you're worth more than what you're getting paid? Yes. Well, then, folks, do I have the solution for you? At Bogus Degrees, you too can get a degree that really doesn't show anything. You want to be an engineer? Done. Doctor? No problem. Lawyer? Hey, why not? Why not? Anything's possible with it Bogus is. Degree. You're going to be making money in no time. Bogus Degree. And there we have it. That's our, uh, that's our new sponsor. I, I think it's the same guy again. Sounds like it. A uh, bogus degree. It's almost like he's getting fired from every job and he has to go get a new one every week. I'm just grateful because uh, thanks to your five-star reviews and uh, Crispy Critters and Bogus Degree, we can keep the lights on and the mics rolling. And uh, all right, let's launch into it. Here we go. Um, so I want to talk real quick before we do anything else. Season one. Season the one. Mandalorian. Big deal. Um, and one of the biggest things that's happened here, and for us it's not the biggest thing, but for a lot of people the biggest part of the show was... Our gizmo, our new little creature, our baby, baby Yoda. Baby Yoda! Right? He was huge. International so, sensation. Before the Mandalorian, and we've already talked about this, I know this is repeating myself, but before the Mandalorian, we knew three things about this species. They're green. Well, they're, they're green. Yeah, okay. <laughs> See, we Four know things. a lot more than yeah, three, but three things. important things. Three important things. Um, Yoda is not the only one. Correct. 
They because who? Seem, because we had Yaddle and, and Phantom Menace appear in Phantom Menace and, and then was gone. Yep. Um, they appear to be force sensitive, potentially very strong in the force. Well, one hundred percent of the Yoda type of all we've the seen ones that we have know. been force sensitive, right? Um, but and they are carnivorous. They are carnivorous. Okay. Little bone broth and frog go a long way. Yeah. Um, and I, as we move to the end of the Mandalorian, that is still all we know about these species. Yeah. We know that they age different, right? So... But we don't actually know the specifics of that either. So, now we do know uh, one more thing, though, right? So how old is... Super wait, cute. We're, we're talking about eight... Okay. We're talking about eight... <laughs> <laughs> They're super cute. All right, that's, um, the, that's the general was, He was 900 when he died? He was 900 when he died. Um, Okay, I mean, I guess that's old age. Um, what was I, I was going to say something about the Were you going to say something about for 800 years, have I changed Jedi? My own counsel I will keep on who is to be trained? Yeah. Because um, there's some so discrepancy there. It seems like it would take a lot longer than the age 100 to be to old enough to start training. Yoda, yeah, to um, training people. But there's also, there's some differences. He could be an adolescence. And they could be so strong that in adolescence, it's funny because I've been listening to some uh, classical music and opera podcasts because I enjoy that kind of music. Weird brag, but okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the reason I say that is <laughs> a change in the education system. Yeah. You hear about these, like our some of our most famous composers yeah. were put into music programs, like specific, this is all you're learning. Music schools at you know ages of eight, nine, ten, eleven, oh, twelve. Absolutely, yeah. Um, they weren't. They didn't continue their schooling through through a general education. They were found to be proficient in this and sent into those really specific areas. And that could be the case. Well, that kind of is with the case for, with the when Jedi, it comes but, to force using with like mean, Yoda types. If he's if he was identified, well, and we taken know Padawans temple, start. Right. Well, that's what I mean. If Yoda was identified, taken to the temple, it could have been. Yeah. Early on, that he started training. Although Anakin made a point of saying, or no, Obi Wan was the youngest knight, or youngest master, right, or both. And Ahsoka well, was the youngest Padawan. Yoda wouldn't be the youngest. No, it's not that he'd be the youngest. I see what you're so saying. So it's a difference. Because I mean, yeah, he'd be like, yeah, I became one at the age of ninety-eight, which would be young for him, but not young in general. We are not talking about the Mandalorian. What Mandalorian? <laughs> Oh my gosh, you tell me. Oh, the one Din that carries around our star, Baby Yoda, right? Din Djarin? Yeah. So, what we know, you said there was three things. One is that they're carnivorous, one carnivorous. is that they live long. Carnivorous, there's more than one force sensitive. All right, so that's our And they live things. long. Why we know four things? Um, and there was another thing I want to ask about them, but I'm going to wait until we get towards the end of this uh, summary cool. because it, it's more of a where are we going from here type question about the Yodas. So, you said you were going to summarize. The series in a few sentences. Is this a haiku? Not a haiku. Uh, but, um, I didn't, more haikus didn't write a Tim. haiku today. I would love to do that, but I haven't yet. I will write one soon. Um, haiku for the whole season. That'd be fun. All right. Um, no, I'm, big summary here. What happened? We have a bounty hunter. Yeah. Takes a bounty. Yeah. Um, discovers what it is. It's this child. Has a connection with the child. I don't know if it's before or after. It saves him from the mudhorn, but has this connection with the child. Decides... I don't like that the Empire got this child, has this child. Like when I when he turned it over, yeah. I don't know if it was anti-Empire or pro-Baby Yodaismo, or you know if it was a blend of the two. Like I don't trust them with it. 
Well, I think we see the motivation. I think that's why they make such a strong emphasis on foundlings. Yes, and the foundlings. Yeah, good, the fact call, that his his target um, is a foundling goes entirely against him, you know, the right. Mandalorian, what they've been doing. Um, so he takes it back, and then the Empire continues to hunt him. He's on the run. Eventually he finds out that, or he decides that he really does need to go back and take the Empire, or the, at least the Imperial officers who are after him, out. He's like Han Solo to, when uh, stop Empire Strikes Back. Yeah. Yeah, I got after he ran into that... Bounty Hunter Lord Mandel. Yeah. Well, except he was going to pay. Yeah, I know. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, same idea. Um, and then he does, right? I was just trying Defeats to tie the into Empire Strikes. Well, of course. Why wouldn't you want to? It's a great to? movie. Yeah, we have a podcast about that episode. Um, we do. <laughs> so. Well, this podcast strikes back. Yeah, that's right. It's our best podcast, in fact. Definitely one of them. Go on. What, anyway, what are you saying? Um, they defeat the Imperial Presence, and they venture off together in search of more Yoda no, types. More what types? Yoda types. No, they don't. And that's what... Maybe they do. I don't know what they do. So, first well, of that, all... That's the, Tim, that's the statement wrong. that was said. They don't venture off together. Yes, they do. Cara Dune and uh, Grief Cargo. Oh, I'm just talking about the Mandalorian and the Baby Yoda. Oh, I thought you meant the crew. Yeah. And you were, there was a, there was a mea culpa for both of us last week, but you said uh, we... What did uh, I say last week? Huh? I want to know. Um, he so didn't tell me this, he just wants to... I'm springing it on him. This is a Jerry Springer episode, and for this mea culpa, you are the father. Ah, remember I said, well, I'm not real happy with the way the armorer said, if you put on the, um, you know, the rising phoenix, you have to train in it, and something about it, if you understand it, then it'll respond, and all that stuff, mm -hmm. and I said, well, I didn't like how, like, an hour later he's using it, and you said, well, he only did two things with it, he goes up and he goes down, and I agreed with you at that moment, but I forgot, what's the last scene, he flies away. Yeah, we said with that With the jetpack. No, we didn't mention he flies back to his ship using the jetpack. Yeah. We did. So he's using it. I think we did. He's carrying he's a, a baby with the thing. He, but it's a straight shot. Is That's it? not anything special. I don't know. He's not even in like flight stance. I think he just kind of goes. You know, people can't see your hands, down. right? He's he's orienting his hands in the direction of travel. <laughs> well, my argument isn't with them. They haven't complained about it at ourcertainview at gmail.com. <laughs> Who's right? Was that too much fancy flying for such little training, or is Tim right? Um, and his hand gestures. That's right. <laughs> uh, what does it mean when you hold up two fingers in England and one middle finger in America? Anyway, yeah. um, we were watching The Crown, and a little girl holds up two fingers, and my daughter, or my wife was asking, I said, well, that's the middle finger in the United States. What are we doing? I have a comment about that, but I'm not going to share it on the web. <laughs> well, thank uh, you. On the, not the web, but, you know, wherever we are. So Podland. I think that was a pretty good summary of the season. Uh, bottom line is we, uh, the Mandalorian has a father moment with the, with the Yodas. We find out a little bit about the, what's going on in Mandalore, and we are left wondering where is he going. And I guess I will come up. I will ask this now. You said that they're off to find a planet of Yodas, and this was my interpretation, too. Because she said, reunite him, uh, the armor says, reunite him with his kind. Right, well, that's what I mean. That's all we know right now is what she Except said. she never says anything about species. He specifically says, you mean take him back to an order of wizards. So is he trying to find other Yodas, or is he trying to find other Jedi? I think he was referring to... He's referring to the Jedi when he says sorcerers, obviously. Uh, yeah. I, I like this idea better than trying to find a planet of Yodas. I want him to go out there looking for Kanan, 
Uh, Canon, this is a different time period than, than Rebels, is all I'll say about that. But uh, I haven't played Fallen Order yet, have you? No. I wonder what time period that is. Because that's a similar, that's a Canon origin type story about a Padawan who's ready to become a, a knight right as 66 happens. So this is basically a trained Jedi knight who just never actually got the title. Um, so we know that some of these guys are out there. We know that Vader's been out hunting them with the Inquisitors. Uh, how awesome would that be if that's where the story's going? That he's trying to find the remaining, like, you know, former Padawans, or even if there's a knight or two left out there. Um, this is post-Empire, so these guys might be coming out of the woodwork if any of them survived. Now, I don't know. We know Luke seems to be the only one, and, uh, well, that's all I'll say about that, too. Um, because Rise of Skywalker tells you just a little bit about what happens there. We don't want to talk about the movie. No, um, not here. Um, is he going to look for Jedi is what I'm getting at. That would be really cool. We, don't ne we never knew what happened to Ahsoka Tano. No, we don't. Oh, what if they bring Ahsoka Tano into this? So are they looking for other Yodas or are they looking for other Jedi? That was the question That's that the was question. on my mind. Yeah, and I don't know. That's and I think he's looking for other Jedi. Because she, he specifically says, and take him to a, a group of enemy sorcerers. And uh, I don't know. All right, so what's your favorite episode? Tim, Tim and I did not discuss this in advance, and we agreed that we would not agree on our favorite episode. So if he picks mine, I'm going to have to tell him he's wrong, even if he's right. I'm going to choose Chapter 4. Wrong. Wait, which one's Chapter 4? Chapter Sanctuary? 4 is no. Sanctuary. Yeah. No. The, oh, then you are wrong. <laughs> so for me, um, and we talked about it when we had chapter four, this will be brief. I don't have a whole lot to say about it. Um, I really liked what happened. I liked the introduction, the introduction to Cara Dune. Yep. I liked the feeling that I got from that old Stargate episode, because um, Stargate was, was always my favorite series kind of growing up, and, you know, it just kind of reminded me of that specific episode. So it reminded, you know, just those types of things. Um, the ATST in the woods was awesome, um, and I liked... That we got a little bit more backstory about the Mandalorian and who he was, and we kind of saw the relationship between him and the baby Yoda kind of forming and getting stronger um, over the time there. We saw him, you know, clearly it seemed like he was, you know, falling for this woman, but he, you know, made a more appropriate decision and. I loved the episode, up. but I am going to bash him on a little bit here. The things that you loved about it are what I, uh, are why it's actually. Probably my least favorite of the episodes. Even though, I mean, I love, I love all of them. I'd watch that episode again. I already watched it multiple times. But um, it is that it's more Stargate-y and less Star Wars-y um, is one of the reasons I... Because I, I, well, I just like the other episodes. It's, it's not even an argument of why I would like that one less. It's just why I like the other ones more. Um, yeah, this was a really hard... It was a really it hard a thing to feel do. To it. Well, this whole this whole idea of pick a favorite episode was very very difficult. Yeah, and this they're season. all good. Um, so what I did here, and I will let you know in advance, um, is I intentionally chose an episode that I knew Jim wouldn't choose. Wow, good. And I did enjoy it. And I talked about the reasons that I enjoyed it. So my favorite was episode four, Sanctuary. Just kidding. <laughs> um, no, I liked. Uh, even as I'm sitting here, I'm kind of readjusting which one. I wonder if I know what you're going to say. Which one do you guess? The, 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 uh, I can't remember the name now. The one with, uh, 
That's well, a yeah. weird noise you're making. <laughs> I think of the name of the episode. The one with, the, one with the prison. The, the prison The ship. Republic prison. That was definitely one I was thinking, but I think it's the last episode, chapter the eight. The last episode was so it's good. It's so good. Between the uh, Tarantino moment with the scout troopers at the beginning, IG-11, like IG-11 through the whole thing. Uh, I mean, IG-11 was phenomenal. Just amazing. Um, the dark saber, seeing the Mando's face. For me, it's kind of a no contest now that I really, really think about it. So what I was really debating in my head was episode one, chapter one rather, as they call it, because you know, you remember the anticipation. We've been we've been counting down towards this show. Yeah. We've been talking about the show forever, and so I was kind of nervous when it came out. And it blew away all my expectations. Yes, it, it did. was better than I ever could have expected. So episode one, you know, a very strong argument for why that's the best episode because it, it, I mean, it just puts a hook in you and it keeps it there. Um, and I think that's I think that's been the big. Like, that was our big debate. And yeah. so I didn't do chapter one because it did just that. And yeah. I think a lot of people were like, chapter one. Or even some people are like, chapter two, because they loved the Jawas and Mudhorn That piece. was a good difference. And then yeah, chapter yeah. eight had the closing. Chapter seven had chapter three the, 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 the corral. losing of Baby Yoda. Yeah, like, yeah. every episode all had these them. things. So And yeah, four has the they're all our favorites. I will say this. Currently... Season one is my favorite season of The Mandalorian. I'm going to go ahead and say yeah. yeah. I agree with that. Season um, one is And the I'll best. say this. Currently, season one of The Mandalorian is one of my favorite seasons of any TV series. Maybe not the absolute... Fa- I don't know. It might be my favorite series. Well, that, that gets hard. That more, more of a genre thing. But that's a difference in genre. That, that yeah, really makes like a change. Breaking Bad is one of my favorite. Westworld is one of my favorite. Well, season one. I pretend like season two didn't happen. Uh, leftovers. These are all like my favorite it's like shows. Heroes season one was phenomenal. You remember? Do you watch Heroes? I did not. Heroes season one was Save phenomenal. Season two was good. Season three was. I, yeah. they actually, they they wrapped up in Big Bang Theory really well. They said, or you can just continually like they were talking about canceling shows, or yeah. just continually drop the quality of the show until we're no longer sad that you canceled it. Huh. That's how Heroes was, and they said that about Heroes. Um, anyway. Well, no, I, uh, I, yeah, I don't know how I'd rank it as far as TV show goes, but how about this? How would you rank it in the Star Wars universe? Oh, I'll put you on the spot. I don't have an answer for that. I don't well, even have I, an answer. We've talked about this. I don't have an answer for the movies. Uh, that's you know? true. Rise of Skywalker keeps changing places in my head. So, like, I think it's up with the tri- uh, the original trilogy for me now. Well, that's what I'm saying. I think it's my my third or fourth favorite, so, well, my fourth favorite movie in I'm, the series now. I'm at a point, now. and I think, did we talk about this with the oh, other Rogue ones? Did one. we do a, a ranking here? We did a ranking way back in our very first episode, I believe. So I wanted to do, I think I said, I thought you yelled at me for it. Because um, I kind of <laughs> I kind of cheated my ranking. Um, I only have three places in oh. my ranking. First place is A New Hope and Empire Strikes Back. They're together as number one. Yeah. My second place is the end of each trilogy. Um, Return of the Jedi, Rise of Skywalker, and Revenge of the Sith. The three ending, they all sit there in that number two spot, and the remaining movies are all in the number three spot. Because they don't, like, none of these movies can't be in my top three. Well, when it comes to feelings, uh, feelings and opinions, rather, it's, uh, I mean, it depends on your mood, right? Well, it's everything. Like, Revenge of the Sith, the entire movie wasn't necessarily, like, a phenomenal... I really like that one. I, I do. I like it a lot. Yeah. But the entire ending of that movie... Like, I'm actually... I'm a little irritated with the Yoda and 
Emperor battle, where when they cut over to the Anakin Obi-Wan battle, it's some of my favorite Star Wars ever. And it's so heart-wrenching and awesome saber fighting and force use and just Lava Planet. We're so not talking about com- the Mandalorian I was about anymore. to say, so how does it compare to the Mandalorian? You, um, I did ask, because I would rank this with the original trilogy. Yeah, it's up. It's up um, it's, I like this better than the prequels, and I like it better than pretty much anything else Disney has produced. So this is very, very encouraging to me that Disney created this. I think uh, that means that you know the Obi-Wan series looks like it's going to well, be forget- awesome. What else Disney created? Clone Wars. They didn't create Clone Wars yet. Well, they did now. They created it. It was not You're out talking yet. talking about Solo? I'm talking about Rebels. Rebels is awesome. Rebels is awesome. <laughs> That's Disney. That is Disney. And Rebels yeah. is worth going back to. Uh, matter of fact, it kind of leads me into what I want to talk about next. You didn't put it, uh, or maybe this is what you meant. Let's talk about how this changes our understanding about the, the history of Mandalore. Yeah. Kind of a recap of that. Um, oh, I see you've got it there on our list. Do you mind if we jump to that not now? Not at all. So, at the end of Rebels, Sabine Wren has handed off the Darksaber to um, uh, Bo-Katan, which is the sister of Sabine, or not Sabine, the sister of, uh, what's her name, the Duchess Satine. So, we see a peaceful transfer of power uh, of Mandalore, and this takes place uh, maybe 10 years before the Battle of Yavin, maybe 15 at the most. Luke is a little kid at this time, we know that. Mm-hmm. Um, so at most, it's 15 years before the Battle of Yavin. We see Mandalore still in, a, in, a, in an era of peace. Well, actually, been its first era of peace in a long time. Uh, united the clans under one family, under the Satine uh, Cruz family, Cries family, it's K-R-Y-Z-E, whatever that is. Yeah. How do you pronounce that? K-R-Y-C-E. Crazy. Crazy. Um, they are united. What's the time frame here? I don't know. Um, I, so I, I don't what's know, the time frame between uh, New Hope and Return of the Jedi? Do you know that? I don't. New Hope and Return of the Jedi? Yeah. If you know that, we can figure it out. Um, Why don't you Google that while I continue talking about it? Because we know it's five, uh, five years between uh, Return of the Jedi and The Mandalorian, right? So if this is 15 years before New Hope, so 20 years, I mean, I'm talking about Rebels. Um, you're going to make me Google it, aren't you? Come on here. Well, you were staring at me. I was listening. Oh. <laughs> Stop listening. Start typing. How long? Return of the Jedi is set four years after A New Hope. So what did I say? So we're 20, we're 30 years approximately from Rebels. And we think the Mandalorian is probably about 40, maybe about 40 years old. Is that fair? Mm-hmm. And he was probably about seven or eight when he gets picked up. So that works. Yeah. That works. Yeah. So he would have, uh, around the time Sabine turns control over to uh, Bo-Katan, it would have been very, very shortly after that the Empire crushed Mandalore. And we know that they crushed him because remember the song of the thousand, the night of a thousand tears, um, and the death of the Mandalorian recruits. All right, and now that you're quoting, we're going to move on to our next piece. We're going to try to move this one along a little bit here. Favorite characters in the series, is besides Baby Yoda, the Gizmo, and besides <laughs> the Mandalorian himself. Um, that's oh, I was about to say that's easy, but it's not. Uh, Cara Dune. 
I was going to say Cara Dune. Well, I said um, it first. I expected you to say IG-11. Oh, that's why I said maybe this is not easy, because I thought about IG-11. So IG-11 is fantastic. Outside of those two... Um, Cara Dune. Outside, outside of Mandalorian and Gizmo, um, and IG-11's droid, who is phenomenal, the, the women kind of took it. The Mandalorian... Uh, not the Mandalorian, Cara Dune. The and uh, the armorer. Like, yeah. they were spectacular. Spectacular characters. Of oh, the I armor. I really want to know more about the armorer story. Like, yeah. When Force she... Lore Comics is hoping that they have an armorer miniseries yeah. to tell us about her. Because I really want to know that. I bet we get more in, in season two, but... When she lays the smack down on those five stormtroopers at the end of the last episode... Yeah. That is one of the nastiest fight scenes ever. It is. Because um, she just shatters those helmets with that hammer. So I really want to... I, I want to know. I want to know more about her. Um, and Cara Dune, I'd love to see some Cara Dune story. Like, I want to see more of these characters. Yeah. Um, like, I liked Grief Karga, but if we don't see more of his character, it's not going to... Like, I'm not... I'm not reaching out for more Grief Karga story. I want more Grief Karga story. Where I want to know more of this. Um, I definitely want more. Uh, Finnick Chand. I wish we... Again? I, I think she's probably dead. I think so, too. Um, but, man, I would have loved to have seen some episodes about her. Because Finnick Chand, yeah, another strong female character. Um, yeah, assassin for the Empire and for the crime syndicates. That sounds kind of like I don't want to do an awesome any anti-Last Jedi stuff here. But did you notice how we were able to have these excellent, strong female characters without... Without diminishing to, the male characters? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that, I didn't, now that you mention it, yeah. So I mean, we don't have to make Poe and Finn look like idiots to make the women look strong and powerful? Yeah. Like, it's so... Like, this... Shout out, again, to Favreau and Filoni and the other directors who were working on this and stuff. Like, this was just phenomenal. Everybody was awesome. They all had their parts. They were exactly who they were supposed to be. It was really great. John Favreau is now my hero. Um, yeah. So... Hopes and expectations for the Hopes future of the show. and expectations for the future of the show. Um, like I said, I hope that they're looking for the Jedi. That'd be cool. That would be really cool. But it is kind of an awkward time to be looking for them because if they're around, there's no reason for them to hide anymore. So it would be kind of interesting to see five years after Return of the Jedi what's going on with the Inquisitors. Those of you not familiar, the Inquisitors is a group of Force-sensitive uh, and Force users, to be honest. Um, people that Vader and the Emperor trained to hunt out and destroy the, the last of the Jedi. Um, what show do we see the Inquisitors on? Do you remember? Where do we see the Inquisitors, Tim? Oh, Rebels. Rebels is it awesome. It was on Rebels. Rebels is awesome. The Inquisitors are awesome. I would love to see them show up in... Uh, I know they're in Force uh, the Fallen Order game. Yeah. Um, so I would love to see them show up on next season of The Mandalorian, I, like as he's trying to find Jedi. I can't believe I didn't put this together. We're having all these conversations. Yeah, we are. What happened in the end of Return of the Jedi? Very end. The very end. The Ewoks ate stormtroopers. Uh, after they were done eating the stormtroopers. They partied with Wedge and Lando. Yep, let's leave Wedge and Lando out of it. And then they had fireworks on Coruscant. Yeah, and who got to see stuff? <laughs> who got to Who got to see some blue stuff? Luke saw three... Who, wait, who was that? Luke, Luke Skywalker. How would you define Luke Skywalker? What kind of a being is he? Obviously, he's, he's human, a but Jedi he master. is a Jedi Master. He's the Jedi Master. What does he do shortly after that? Starts to like look for Force users and creates a Jedi Temple. He does. Or not? Or he goes to a Jedi he Temple. He starts Jedi to train Academy, him, including his nephew. Including his nephew. So shortly after the Return of the Jedi, 
It's not going to take long Luke's... before Luke starts going out looking for Force users. So the Mandalorian might go find Luke's school. Just saying. <gasps> Maybe that's where he's taking Baby Yoda. But Baby Yoda's evil. Well... Uh, Maybe. We uh, also know that everyone at the school perishes. We also know that the Mandalorians don't particularly like the Jedi, so they don't see them as the good guys. Well, sort of. They don't really know this story. Like, the armorer knows this story. Yeah. And she just kind of told a brief piece of it to him. Well, she summarized it by saying they are en enemies. Until he gets back and he, like, when he finds out that the only Jedi out there right now, the only actual Jedi out there right now... Is Luke essentially destroy the Empire. Yeah, he might like him. <laughs> might make a change of feel. I don't know, man. There's some great potential storylines here. So, and, and you so, know what? wait a minute. So what if... Oh, do no. you remember the rumor we said the other day about the Obi-Wan series? What rumor? That oh, they were casting, the casting for a young Luke? Yep. What if they're casting for a different Luke in the Mandalorian a series? A medium I, Luke. I, no, I, I don't think they can do that. I don't I, think they I, would. I, I, mean, I don't mean they can't. Because um, I'll tell you what, with Solo, I didn't actually mind... Our Han Solo character, our, our actor there. Yeah. Um, I don't think they're going to do that. Yeah. I, I just don't think they're going to recast for Mark Hamill in between Mark Hamill and Mark Hamill. Right. You know, with the original trilogy and the new trilogy. But it would be neat if that's the New Republic. Is it's got to be happening? I mean, it's it's already there. The New Republic exists already. It would be interesting to take a better look at it. So somewhere, someone knows where this Jedi Academy is. Yeah. So the Mandalorian's going to have to uh, learn himself some Jedi lore, and I'm looking forward to that. Um, this could be good. Yeah, that, that could be really, really cool. They could explore a lot of questions that we had after the movies that have never been answered, and were not answered in the sequel uh, trilogy either. Um, yay, so that's exciting. Yeah. Um, so these are our hopes and expectations. We hope that they get more into the Jedi. And we want Cara Dune and the armor back. We definitely want Cara Dune, the armor, and I want Grief Karga back. Uh, I, would love I want Bill Burr back. I want uh, that crew back. The, now, uh, what if IG-11 had one poor design and his central processing unit was actually shot away <laughs> instead of being disintegrated? I don't, I think we saw pretty clear he got disintegrated. He was right in the middle of that explosion. IG-11's gone, my friend. Be Fine. sad. Well, Cara um, Dune will be around. We know Quill's gone because we saw him build the, the funeral. Uh, what if Cara Dune gets a bounty on Baby Yoda? She ain't going to take no bounty. Uh, she doesn't know who it is. She just knows. <laughs> just got a fob. He's 50 years old. We got part of a chain code. Um, well, she also didn't say she'd be a bounty hunter. She said she'd be an enforcer. Right, whatever's going on there, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I want to see, uh, what about, um, Bill Durr, Mayfeld, and the Twi'lek, uh, the two Twi'lek, the brother and sister, and the, and the guy they left, the Devonian, what do they call him? The devil-looking guy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That they left in prison. Think they'll come back? They might. I think they're coming back. There's I think no, so. I why think else I, in prison? They have nowhere left to go. Yeah. So they're going to be hunting him. They're That's going, their entire it's payback. purpose now. Yeah. And I like Bilber, so uh, I'm really excited about that. Yep. Unfortunately, Matt Lantern's dead, but yeah, the voice of Anakin Skywalker with the matching shoes and belt. All right. Anything else about the series? I don't think so. I, I think, think we both really now. enjoyed it. It was outstanding. It uh, it lived. You know, it more than exceeded our expectations. It, de it destroyed all streaming records. Um, 
I did see where a lot of people were talking about dropping their Disney subscriptions because they were just waiting for Mandalorian to end. I think that'd be a huge mistake um, because you do have access to uh, so much other good stuff. Plus, in February, Clone Wars starts up. Plus, so, leading up to February, the old Clone Wars are all there. You, so you can watch all the old Clone Wars, six seasons, so you got a lot of watching to do. It is worth it. If you've ever, uh, if you, I know a lot of Star Wars fans avoided Clone Wars and Rebels because they're cartoons. And admittedly, uh, especially Clone Wars, there is some hit and miss. There are yeah. some bad episodes of Clone Wars. But when there's six seasons with 24 episodes each, that's going to happen. Um, and there are even some bad story arcs in it. But the overwhelming majority of that series is outstanding. It adds a tremendous amount to the history of, of the Star Wars galaxy. Uh, a lot of insight, a lot of character development. Honestly, I think if you ask anybody who's watched all of it, um, meaning the movies and the cartoons, it is the best Anakin Skywalker. Um, the Clone Wars Anakin Skywalker is what you wanted to see. It's the general, it's the warrior, it's the, it's the good Jedi uh, leader. Um, so it's well worth it to watch the series. Plus, again, a lot of lore in there. Yep. So I think that's about it, right? Yep. Anything else so. you want to add? Nope. Um, um, uh, when's our next publication date? I think we're we good for Friday. Can we get one out by Friday? We're gonna try to get one out next Friday. This Friday. This Friday. What is today? We never even mentioned. Today Did is mention January sixth. I don't know. Today is January sixth. Listen. listen to those countdowns January. again. January. Listen to this. so it's a Monday. Yeah. Um, and Happy New Year, buddy. You That's didn't right. tell him Happy New Year, did you? I didn't. Okay. Happy New Year. Uh, well, Happy New Year, and we'll uh, talk to you again in about five days. For now. I'm Jim. And I'm Tim. And this has been Our Our Certain certain Point point of View. view. Uh, We have spoken. This is the way. May the Force. Remember, the Force will be with you. Be with you forever and always. Say goodbye, Tim. Goodbye, Tim. Say goodbye, Jim. Goodbye, Jim. Goodbye. Audio 1.